0: That we'll cue the music.
1: Hey, hey guys. guys, welcome to the Hypertag Podcast, where we weigh in on the latest in nerd and pop culture hype. We 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 we. We're oh,
2: really the excited conversation we all have with our friends about the nerdy things we love
0: and geek about we We are are the hype i am the hype
3: if you see a turtle's toothless grin it's because his penis can probably touch his chin
0: yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) i I, like knew it was coming and i still (laughs) still like what the
3: fuck
0: (laughs) I
4: don't know if Isaac's seen the video yet. Oh, we'll show it to him after. Yeah, we got to show it to him. The (laughs) scientifically
0: accurate (laughs) ninja (laughs) turtles. The
4: shells can bleed. (laughs) Oh man!
3: Hi everybody. Hey, Hey, what's up,
4: everybody? Welcome back to the Hypertech.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is good. This is good. That shit
4: still got me. But, anyways, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, on today's episode, we will be talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mayhem movie and a little bit of turtle history. We're going to dive into the Green Machines, the Four Brothers. Oh, man. There was another word that I had for these guys, but it escaped me just now. But anyways, yeah. Awesome we're gonna amphibians.
2: <laughs> yeah. They're not even amphibians. <laughs> no, They're no, turtles. No, no. Uh, is it <laughs> a
0: turtle or an amphibian? No, it's a reptile. Oh, is it? Now I'm going to have to rewatch the... The original Turtles cartoons, I'm sure Shredder had some amphibian asshole jokes in there. Like, <laughs> he always did that alliteration thing. So where do we come down on, on Turtles? I like Turtles. I like Turtles. Oh, very good. I like very Turtles. Good.
4: But yes, but once again, before we do uh, dive into to all this green mayhem, it's me, your boy, Jermaine, on the ones and twos. And then we have Doug here, Isaac, and Rudy.
1: What is up, Cowabagal?
4: And as always, Deans. how did you guys uh, nerd out this past week?
2: I, I think I brought it up earlier, so I won't talk about it too much, but I did finish uh, A Plague Tale Requiem. This is the second game in that series. <laughs> Solid game. What a game. Uh, ending was depressing as shit, though, uh, which, I don't know. I mean, I guess that <laughs> kind of spoils things, maybe. I don't know. There's like one possible depressing thing. And uh, yeah, I finished that game and just like stared at my TV for a little bit. And I was just like,
1: wow, what? what a way to end that shit. Yeah, this isn't the first depressing game that you
2: played. Yeah, I apparently have a thing for depressing games. (laughs) Uh, The other thing that I'm very excited to announce is I signed up for my very first Blood Bowl tournament, which I've never done any sort of official uh, thing. Blood Bowl is a Warhammer... In the the world of Warhammer fantasy, they made a football game that's, you know, like, picture uh, undead teams and orc teams and goblins and lizardmen Mm -hmm. and... Like all those different teams, and it's a blood bowl game, or it's a football game where you you like you go for the ball and you can kill and murder each other. Uh So I signed up for a tournament. It's not. Good luck. It's not until October. <laughs> May you live forever.
3: I
1: know. Wait, I'm this not. Is, I, you, you need to be physical in this. No, 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 no. no. Sorry, it's no, a board it's game. It's a board oh. Game. Oh. Yeah, rolling okay. dice. That's. I, <laughs> I was mean, worrying
2: about you. Yeah. No, but no, I'm excited for it. It's not. It's not till October. So there will be. There will be multiple. Updates uh, of how this is going. I I still have to decide which team because I own a few teams and I might buy another team. Um, So I don't know which team I'm going to bring, but I need to have it fully painted and stuff too. So I got to decide soon. I do have a, have a Lizardman team that's fully painted and ready to go, so that's probably what I'm aiming for. But with the tournament rules, I don't, I don't necessarily like the rules. I don't think it's totally fair to some teams. So the part of me that just wants to win this tournament is like. Trying to figure out what's the best team under these rules, Hmm.
0: but is this a a, is this a local thing? Are we going to be able to go and watch?
2: It will be in Del Mar, Del Mar. Um, So I'll probably get a hotel room or something down there, but it's not that far. It's two days, Saturday and Sunday, down there, and it's a whole thing at the Del Mar uh, Fairgrounds. It's just like north of San Diego a little bit, so it's not too far of a drive. Cool. That would be awesome if you guys showed up.
0: (laughs) I'll be there.
3: Hell yeah!
1: Well, I'll be uh, washing my hair. <laughs> take take your
0: fucking head off and show the camera. <laughs> oh. Those beautiful locks. Yeah. Look at all that. Yeah. That's a three hour drive right there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's right. And you can get this look too by contacting Wisemans on Instagram. Shout out, Greg.
0: Um speaking of that this awesome segue, Isaac, what did you just uh launch to the
1: masses? Thank you for that. Uh, I just launched my little movie review corner. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everybody that posted. Uh, Apparently somebody took up the the IG forehead films. So it's spelled out F-O-R-E-H-E-D films on Instagram where I do my little movie reviews. They're about a minute, minute 30. I do them by, by myself, sometimes with friends, family, loved ones. And uh, I've, I've shot a couple. I still have to edit them, and they're going to be coming out soon. By the time uh, this episode comes out, I'll have a handful of uh, some of those reviews out.
0: Do uh, we need to reach out to the person who's sitting on this Instagram handle? Put some pressure? make can give it up? You know what? Go for it. Because this, Son of a Gun, doesn't have a lot
1: of
2: posts. Oh, that's the worst.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he has a cool cartoon animation, though, like Big forward thing. And I'm uh. like, he stole my idea. Although I'm, I'm second. Damn it! <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I think Twitter, which I mean, I don't use Twitter, it doesn't even exist anymore. Uh, X. I think it's the one social media that Dougie Donuts, the way I spell it, um, was taken, and the person like had posted nothing. I was just like, God damn it, son of a bitch! Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah look it up, uh, forehead films. It just it's just there. I'm like, ah, uh, whatever. So, just yeah. comment
2: on every post, like, this is what you're using <laughs> that name for.
0: <laughs> I'm <So>, find you.
1: <laughs> so again, that spelling is F-O-R-E-H-E-D Films on Instagram. Um, but yeah, I, I started that up. And thank you again, everyone that has been sharing it and interacting with it. Uh, it's been fun doing it so far. And there's going to be a lot more to come. It's not going to just be movie reviews. But I'm also going to do something where it's something along the lines of, like, what you haven't seen that movie? <laughs> oh shit. So I'm gonna be pulling movies off of the the list uh, that that we've been I've been writing down the back of my notebook, and it's a, a growing list. Um, a couple of other things. Uh, uh, speaking of reviews, uh, I, I got I watched Secret Invasion, all of it, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I haven't brought that up yet. And people, they, it's not great. <laughs> Like, you know, usually like something's good and people are like, whoa, 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 don't spoil it just yet. Like immediately. At, n- I saw nobody in the comment sections being like, whoa, 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 that's a spoiler because it was just garbage. Yeah. Uh, to sum it up, they the the end plot that they did in She-Hulk, like stealing of her blood. Oh, yeah. They which she made fun of. She's like, no, why, why, whoa, 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 whoa. This, that's what this is going to be about. She jokingly said that she mocked the storyline. Well, they just went ahead and did that with Secret Invasion. Yeah,
2: but they tied it in neatly to Iron Man three with Extremis. Yeah, that whole machine that they were using uh, to make the super scroll was Extremis. That's cool. That was the only <laughs> exactly exactly like it- when, when when they hit. I'm that, in no rush to go see that. Like when when they hit that point in this show, I was like, oh, all. that's cool. Like they're they're tying. Like, cause the MCU kind of ignored extremists. Yeah, they. It was one of those things that they they brought into um, Agents of Shield. Like that was like, cause a- if you guys remember, sorry, and this is sidetracking. Agents of Shield was supposed to be like going along a- alongside the yeah. MCU. Yeah, and so after Iron Man three hit, extremists hit the Agents of Shield. Same and thing then, when they time traveled. Yeah. What I don't know. You <laughs> <laughs> just uh, said Agents of Shield.
0: Yeah. I didn't pay that much attention yeah. <laughs> <Kind> of <laughs> fell off after it was the last yeah. season they use the same technology for- oh, yeah
2: I yeah anyway so extremists <laughs> like MCU just kind of ignored so it was cool to see them come back but I also kind of feel like maybe that's what they're doing too much of with this current phase of just like let's tie up some loose knots like we don't care
1: so I I don't want to s- spend too much time on this but I, I- do it Okay. Okay. So it. I I was like, okay, so they're like getting some superpowers, right? And I thought it was like three or four. It sounded like a small collection. And then it showed, like, if you could, like, you know, slow it down, you see all of the the DNA that they extracted from so many uh, good and bad guys. It was too much. It's like you know when you're a kid and you're like, oh yeah, well I got this power. Oh yeah, well I got this power. And that and it, and it just they just went ahead and mm-hmm. did that. And so by the end of the show, you have the, the, the good guy and the bad guy. Fighting who have all the equal slew of powers. Yeah. It was way overdone.
2: I i have to say, because Super Scroll, uh, you guys are more Marvel uh, knowledgeable than I am. Super Scroll originally was the Fantastic Four characters mm-hmm. all. Yeah. yeah. And so the fact that they haven't introduced uh, Reed Richards with his stretchy powers yeah. in the MCU yet, uh, other than Doctor Strange, blah, 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 um, they replaced that with Groot. Groot, yeah. And I thought that was kind of interesting that he was able to use essentially the stretchy powers, mm-hmm. but it was Groot's powers. Like there's a lot of fun touches to the show, but it just didn't land. Yeah, it didn't land. And then we're left with Gaia uh being the most powerful thing ever in the universe. One of the most And we'll probably
1: never see her again. One of the most vapid characters.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and I love Sam Jackson and I love uh um Oh my God, Uh, Nick Fury, excuse me. (laughs) Long day. And I love Nick Fury, and I wanted to, and I love series because they can expand and let a story breathe. And like the things that they did with his storyline and stuff like that, where they like retrofitted a a romance and it just didn't land. It wasn't, here's the thing, it wasn't terrible. It just didn't land. And I was like, man, that's how you're going to do it? Yeah. Okay.
2: And then the whole Cody Rhodes thing, uh, uh, the, it's like they left it with questionable. At what point? So it's super spoilers here. Whatever, no one cares about this show, right? Uh, he was a <laughs> scroll, and apparently since? he might have been a scroll s- like since uh, Civil War, right? Yeah, because like, because he. But where do they confirm whole that? Argu- there's a whole argument because in uh, Endgame and Infinity War, he was in the mechanical exo suit that kind of helped him up yeah and so that might not have been the scroll but in like in this series he certainly wasn't in the exo suit so like but but when they rescued him from the scroll compound he couldn't walk and like he was still in like the er suit or not er suit what's it called the, like the robe the robe yeah, yeah. the, the ass hanging out and shit yeah gown that's the word my chaps yeah um and so yeah, like there's people that think like, oh, he's been a scroll since Civil War, which means the whole in-game thing, that, the the f- Tony Stark's funeral, was scroll Cody Rhodes, and it was like, well, why, 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 why need to do well, that? that well, We are getting the Armor Wars series, and I hope they explore that. Like that that if they don't explore that, Douglas, they goddamn better. Yeah, if they don't explore that, then Marvel's <laughs> fucked. Like yeah. they're done. My like, they fuck it. So because I have they're done because of...
1: Yeah because of, of secret invasion uh i i was like man i'm getting like like property fatigued you know like major property fatigues and and so i needed to watch something that didn't have like you know coming from a main thing and i remember over the past couple of years seeing some advertisements for this and i got around and watching it and it's good omens Starring Michael Sheen and David Tennant.
0: Did you watch the first season?
1: I finished the second. All oh, the, yeah, the I finished thing. it, like today.
0: I haven't dived into the second season, but I love uh, Neil Gaiman and, and all his books. And so when they dropped that yeah. series, I was really excited. That's, and the, it's pretty good. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's from the mind of,
1: of Neil Gaiman. And he, he's the, the, the mind behind Amazing.
0: Sandman. Yes. And uh, uh, oh, my God, I blanked out. I had it right here. Give me some more. God damn it. Now you put me on the spot because like, I've, I've read like a handful of his books. Coraline. Was he the one
1: that made like the oh, American yeah, yeah. Gods? American Gods. American Gods. Big one. I had it. I'm I felt bad. That now. Beowulf. And Michael Sheen and David Tennant play uh, Aziraphale and Crowley. They're an angel and demon respectively. And the storyline is it's cool. It's, it's, um, it's quirky. It's quaint. Um, but like that's really not like the reason why you're watching the show. Michael Sheen and David Tennant are just are fantastic actors, and their their friendship throughout time since the beginning uh is is interesting to to watch because they're an angel and they're a demon and it's how they navigate life it's even though it has to do with you know heaven and hell it's not like a, a heavy religion based show uh it's it definitely has its, its uh its colorization colorization of like British humor and of course David Tennant. Have to throw in some Doctor Who references in there, and so they do a couple of times, and it's it's fun. Uh, but I just finished the second season uh, today, and it's a, it's a very good show, so check that one out. Uh, last but not least, <clears throat> a couple of episodes ago, I don't remember when
0: me and Rudy had a, a debate. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, because we we talked about this when we when I was over there. So go ahead, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Go
1: ahead, the Superman thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And afterwards, I had done some research and sorely found out that uh, Rudy, Rudy was right.
0: And, and hold on, that's why we never heard about it again, because I was right. <laughs> but go ahead. I, I, I was just couldn't figure out what, a way what to was like rebut it. The debate was I was like, no, no,
1: no, uh, that, that Superman is actually, uh, and, and uh, I love Lucy, is part of like the Superman canon. Because oh, yeah, yeah, Superman we was, yeah, 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 yeah. And so he, he, he flew in. I remember him flying in. Blah blah blah. And then I was trying to look for the full episode. I couldn't, but I found like the part that mattered. And he did not, in fact, fly in. He just stepped through uh, the the the
0: window, the, the kitchen partition, which was also confirmed by your mom. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> we were having a conversation about it, and she was. i like, on there, Rachel. She was like, "Your friend is like, so full of shit." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know." She's, She's like, like, no, I remember that episode. Like, she said, I know my I Love Lucy. She said, I would like to com- uh, I would like to comment on episode eleven.
1: You brought a tears to my eyes with I Love Lucy. Also, Superman does not fly in to save the day, but pop in through the kitchen shutters, then save Lucy by moving piano away from window and climbs out to help Lucy in Gary episode. Uh, typo. But um
0: Yeah, that's one.
1: <laughs> Dang, man! You got your mom to back you up. I could barely have my mom figure out how to find
2: the
0: goddamn so that podcast. That implies that George
2: <laughs> Reeves in the I Love Lucy world like climbed uh climbed the fire escape. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they ever established what floor uh Lucy and Ricardo lived on, but. Like, he climbed it to get that entrance. It might be the no, no, no. second okay. third floor.
0: Let me, let me set the stage. I mean, anything,
2: like, one floor. Like, so right, there's the living
0: lot. room and then the door to the kitchen. And for whatever reason, you know how you usually have, like, an open bar area that kind of faces the living room into the kitchen?
2: Oh, yeah. They had the weird door thing. They right?
0: had, like, the, like, a shutter that would, would close that thing off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all the kids are, are sitting in the living room. And behind the kitchen shutter, he's on the other side. And they open it up, and he just like, jumps into the living room from the kitchen. Oh. So he's in the house already. And he jumps into the, to the living room. So it's not like How long was he in the house? I don't know. <laughs> but it's one of those things okay. where, where they establish in, in the universe that he's George Reeves, the actor, and he's a friend of Ricky Ricardo. That, and that's how he's able to get him to come to his son's, knew everybody. his son's birthday party.
1: So, you know, my brain can't be trusted, guys.
2: That's what I did. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, we've said it a million times. Like, fucking double check anything. Don't go, back check don't quote yeah. us, man. It was one of those Dude, things like, that, hey, hypertech brought this up. Google it first. Except and, when it comes to our and, and the then, then give us credit, and
0: I will fuck you. Have,
2: <laughs> have
1: you had those moments though, where you're like, no, but this is exactly how I how I remember it. Like, I, I could I could visualize it. I can taste it. And I was wrong. <laughs> i was sorely sorely wrong. I might not even be married. i <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> making <stupid>. that up. <laughs> Rudy, on
0: to you. <laughs> Nothing like bullshit. Oh, I didn't do shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've been having like I've been having a fucking a couple of months back to back where I'm just like, I don't want to do fucking shit. I did you need a good though, like phone game. Yeah. I did um actually get the AMC A list passed. Oh, activated. you could
2: join our entourage. So
0: now I'll be I'll be able to just fucking randomly yeah. go to movies at the drop of a hat now.
2: I will, I will message you all the time because I, I do that quite a bit.
1: Yeah, that Entourage, fe- entourage feature is super awesome. You familiar with that? Yeah. Oh, God, that's so cool. Because remember, you remember like, back in the day before that, you'd be like, hey, uh, there's a seat open.
2: Get it and blah, blah, blah. And somebody would be too busy to get it. I can remember even further back when you had to get there early and just buy a ticket and wait in line. Oh, oh my God.
0: Those were the days. Yeah. Yeah. Jermaine, those were the days. <laughs>
4: the good
2: old days. Yeah. I kind of so, miss it because the, the hardcore people got the good seats. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the fucking casuals. Now I can show up twenty minutes piece late. Piece of shit casuals <laughs> got the front.
1: <laughs> no, I, sk- I skip the trailers. Oh, I've because yeah, yeah, you are you, a filthy
0: casual.
2: No, no. Once once you have the AMC pass. You. Yep, I hate him. <laughs> once once you have the AMC pass and you, you're going to like two three movies a week, it's so much. It. I, okay. I try to make it for the trailers because I still like the trailers, but I certainly I'm not speeding down the street. Right. You yeah. know, like I'm not because it's 30, 45 minutes of trailers now. You know, it's right? so, so if long. If the, if the show starts at five, like I am not I, in a hurry. It's so long. <laughs> and, I, then, I, and then I'm oh, God, sick and I'm I'm tired of fucking
1: Nicole in the
0: face. <laughs> <laughs> we make movies Hold better. On. Shut up. I got, I got two things for that. Um, I have a running joke with, with, with Rachel. When we're sitting in, in a movie and fucking like 40 minutes of trailers is over, I'm like, what movie do we come for-
3: to see again? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. even fucking remember.
0: And then uh I was reading comments where um someone was, was talking about a, like a, a hype movie. I don't know if it was Oppenheimer or Barbie, but that when that part came up, it's someone sweet. stood up and, and did the fucking did her lines yeah. like as <laughs> like she was yelling. doing it. Yeah. And, and, and as soon as ever done, everyone applauded. And I'm like, that if that happened fuck everyone in that theater it's become yeah. a running joke i saw some
1: uh some uh, uh, pair of girls who go to concerts on tiktok they, they did their own version of that but like for for the concerts that they yeah, go to Yeah, some see. guy
2: did it for like edc or something <laughs> like that it was great it's like when the lights dim low and he was like in a outhouse uh, like, of is, is there not like a skip <laughs> button <laughs> i like it because it's like yeah movies are awesome like i was just telling you guys i was watching uh, the fable men's last night mm-hmm. and one of the like motifs of that movie was just how powerful a movie can be. And I think in this world of all the bullshit, uh, and I hate saying bullshit because this is literally what we talk about. (laughs) The bullshit franchise (laughs) stuff that I think is certainly getting watered down a little bit, like we were just talking about with Secret Invasion. I think we do forget how powerful a movie can be. Yeah, I'm tired of it because I go see so many movies. Just like, you know, because I go to the Dolby Theater a lot. So I'm, I'm just as tired of hearing like, Yes, the screen or the, the projector is still on. It's like, do you yeah, make, do I know you make that joke? Oh, yeah, every time, Yeah,
1: is
0: it? Did they turn it off? <laughs> oh, there the projector it is.
1: Still on. <laughs> I try not to, and then my wife goes, Is the projector still on? Like,
2: have you guys ever been at a movie theater where someone uh does something funny like that, like stand up and repeats the lines or anything like not that? Not like that, where they put on a fucking no. show. I shout out to my brother Dave. <laughs> we were—I don't remember what movie it was, but a trailer ended, and it was one of those like serious, like sad movie trailers. Ended went went to black. Yeah. Theater was quiet, and Dave. Just let out the biggest belch (laughs) loud. I mean, like a 10 out of 10. It was like the perfect fucking belch. And I shit you not, the whole theater applauded. Whole theater applauded. It was a standing ovation. It was like perfect timing. Like, I don't like giving Dave too much credit for anything because he's my brother and that's what we do. But like, that'll go down. Like, this will be at his eulogy. I mean, I'll probably die before him, but. Like I will tell this story, uh, the the burp of uh, 05 or whatever yeah, it was, probably
0: it was probably like '97 or something, Jesus. like that, '98. I don't uh, know. It was great, Jermaine. How did you nerd out? Uh,
4: I'm I'm currently in the second season of um, the Uncanny Counter, which is the uh, the production value drastically went up. Oh, dude!
2: Oh, I heard. I heard the second season floundered. It. Are you no, I'm not really. By
4: that? No, not really. Like it. It all depends because the the things that I've read that saying that it it didn't capture the magic as the first season. Which is always going to be hard, right? Yeah, it's going to be hard, but the characters are evolving, so they're going to, you know, so they have better control of their powers and abilities. So what's happening right now in the story, I like it because they're facing people that have, like, the same abilities as them. Like, you know, there's these demons that killed another. These uh, are the canny people versus the uncanny (laughs) Uh, they killed another uh, country's counter, so they absorbed them, and they got their abilities. So okay. now they're getting stronger, and they're like, oh, well, we can go over here, and we could, you know, try to take these guys out. So if we keep taking these people out, we, you know, we can get stronger. So so it's oh, just one shit. of those things. Like, it's, uh, it's, like, pretty interesting, but the magic of the first season was just, like, you get into this world... And there's this average guy like, you know, everybody else that gets brought into this world. And it's just one of those things like like he's trying to figure out his place and how to control these powers, you know, and all that stuff. So that that magic aspect of like this is a new world, you know, you know, this this guy has to find his way through it and he's fighting demons and he has abilities and he feels like he has to protect people because of what his powers can do versus the second season where everybody's bossed out to a degree but it's like now I have control of my powers and it's and it's almost like one of those things you know where you can see people where's the challenge you know like where's the magic but to me it's there in the second season just because like I said they're fighting people that have the same abilities so threat level wise it's higher so that's where I'm at
2: right now but that also Sorry, no, build, no, like ahead. I think we talked about in one of the like first episodes, just the idea of world building mm-hmm. is like such a nerd. What makes something nerd is the world mm-hmm. building, and mm-hmm. so like it sounds like it's got some good world building, and that's such a, a good, like fun thing to do with mm-hmm. an, a second season is bringing in someone from like another part of that world. Yeah, and like now you get to see how they interact with
4: this. And that's on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's on Netflix, and it makes sense because even even after the first season, you know, you look at it and we're like, well, where are they going to go and what's the threat going to be because they're, they're 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 pretty much demon hunters like somebody has a demon inside them because they yeah, killed, we killed you know somebody so they damn near exorcise them you know like they battle them of course and they exorcise them you know or or pass the soul on to the next level but it's just one of those things you know where do you go next after that and now you find out that these demons can get their abilities so that's where they're going and Ooh, right on I think it's pretty interesting.
0: I'm very happy to report that I've watched the first 10 minutes of episode one. (laughs) (laughs) Was it uncanny?
2: (laughs) 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 And that's all he's going (laughs) to watch. What are the noodles?
1: I was hooked. I'm ready. They were canned noodles.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I also watched Invincible Autumn Eve. Yeah. yeah, 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 That That is uh, so good. It's her origin story. I would definitely recommend it. Like, it was a solid movie. Like, it's a movie. On Hulu. Wait, is it oh, on On
1: Amazon, I'm sorry.
4: Yeah, it's on Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> I'm a Hulu stan. You pretty much get her origin story from how she was created and, and like, what happened to her. Because this group wanted to create, like, you know, the ultimate weapon. Mm. So they did. But the scientist that created her got her out of there. And because he, you know, he figured was what they were going to be that they're gonna do what? what? <laughs> Rescue the gun for the bag, right? <laughs> it's a little baby.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't, baby. Know. I didn't know. It's a
4: little oh, baby. Take it back, take it back, rewind. So, so, so open the Uh No comment. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Boom, so, <this> man. <laughs> right? So, they genetically did experiments oh, on her mom, created this ultimate <laughs> weapon. They, uh, like, he pretty much got her out of there, rescued her, but he gave her to, like, another family to hide her, told them that they died, and it's just one of those things. So she grew up like a regular, you know, kid mm. in a house, but her parents always thought that she was weird,
2: and the way that her parents, like... <laughs> they, they closed doors. God, this kid's fucking weird. No, like, <laughs> they, they straight up told her that shit to her oh. face because she's a redhead i wasn't the only
4: one no like, I, it's, the invincible, the invincible like, it's the invincible like it's the invincible world so they more. don't they don't hold back at all like like <laughs> they tell her like you're fucking weird as fuck because she's growing up doesn't know you know like really what she is but she can see certain things but she doesn't really know what it is and she's just staring like just staring off at things she, she doesn't have any friends for like a while but anyways so she comes to her to her own and Finds out that she can. Um, I mean, I freaking wrote this thing down here, so she can ultimately. Is she gotcha, her powers
1: are similar to like Green Lanterns? It's like Adam could, or in a sense, so energy manipulation. Manip- so she m- m- manipulation? possesses the
4: ability to transmute any material on a man- molecular level, mm. manipulate energy, and create objects from nothing. She has that ability. Um,
0: She's like an alchemist with all without all the stupid rules. Like a, yeah, a, pretty a much like exchange. her
4: clothes, like you know her clothes. She, she could make that into her superhero outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at Doug at that one, but
1: it's was it rule 35? 34.
4: 34. Excuse me, thirty four. Yeah, thirty
3: four. Get Get
2: right. Christ, thirty <laughs>
4: five. But it's a solid uh, origin story because she does know have what to 35 face. Thirty five is I'm sorry <laughs> because she does have to face other other people that's like her, but it's the ones that came after her, so they're not as as, as good as her. And they kind of blame her, you know, for what they are, and it's just like a like a good heart warm story, but but also sad at the same time. But definitely uh, recommend
1: watching it. And it t- this takes takes place before the the Invincible show.
4: Yeah, because it even uh, yes, it's 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 her orig- origin story from okay. the time she's born to to when she learns and becomes like a superhero. That's right. That's what I meant. Yeah, like like it. like but 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 her young. Teen years, not and, legal. Okay. <laughs> so at the end, you get like a glimpse of of like where she was and where the uh oh man. What's his name? The main character in Invincible. I, I can't believe I forgot his name off the top of my head. In- invincible? invincible.
0: No,
2: <laughs> it's Invincible. His real name, you oh, Mars.
4: <laughs> is and Isaac is Mark. over there chuckling
2: like, I know his name, <laughs> no, but what's I didn't his like, real name? I didn't know Oh my Sorry. God, you it's guys are the worst, You it's guys spark.
3: Invincible.
4: I literally said, what's the main character's name in Invincible? Yeah.
2: yeah
3: what's his real name? But, 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 but anyways, oh,
4: anyways.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh <it's> so clever.
4: <laughs> if I had a fuzzy Bear <laughs> tomato, I would throw it in all your fucking faces.
0: <laughs> we deserve it. I, I would take it. Yeah.
4: But anyways, like it. It even shows where he was and what he was doing, uh. but like a little clip, you know, just to show you like the nonsense that he was doing, but it mm, definitely check it out, but no. definitely recommend that, it.
2: That's awesome. Cause you know, I, I think about comic book, uh, like when they do the big storylines and they have those mm-hmm. little like offshoots mm-hmm. and I, and that's something I've always wished more of these, uh, the cinematic universes would do where it's like, give us the main story, which they're doing with mm-hmm. invincible. And then it's like. I hope I hope they do more of these offshoots with, with mm-hmm. such as the Adam Eve thing, which I still need to watch, but And that's the thing that I always
4: feel like with just people in, in, in general, like moviegoers, comic book readers, you know, anime, you know, watchers, you know, K drama watchers. <laughs> nerds. <laughs> but just nerds, <laughs> geeks in general. There you go. The 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 art of storytelling is one of those things like where I I, I sit there and listen to certain people, I'm like, shut the fuck up <laughs> and just let the story play out. Like, you don't have to have everything explained in the beginning. Like, they can go back and explain anything or as the as the story goes forward, you know, you don't need every character's origin story, especially in a world like this, like right off the bat. Like, they can go back or have a single comic, you know, anything like that and just get into it and feed you all the information that you want if you're patient enough that's that's one of my big gripes you know is, 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 is people don't have the patience for the art of storytelling
2: well I mean storytelling is I think different in this genre yeah 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 and yeah, so yeah. maybe it's not necessarily the patience but the uh, understanding mm. of yeah. the, what this genre does and also, I mean, and also, I don't know, people suck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we're just listen You're listening people. to us. Like, yeah. I fucking love you. Thank you all. I'll, give, I'll, listeners. Give, you, I'll give you a hug if you find us. <laughs> we play a co op for 20 minutes and then we handy. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we nap. Oh, I'm gonna save up for that. <laughs> oh, man. my D for at least two days. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not worth doing it. The ball's drained. <laughs>
1: Spin. We're making it more difficult we <laughs> spitting dust For Mr. Lightburn <laughs> And so Oh no, you guys aren't making it difficult for me at all Oh yeah, you got this?
4: I <laughs> know how to mentally edit <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking do it, alright Watch this, watch this, watch this Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Watch this
2: Shake the sillies out
1: well, Watch let's this let's not start sucking each other's dicks quite yet <laughs> yes
0: <laughs>
4: And that's how I nerded out last weekend <laughs> 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 That,
0: oh,
3: Beautiful <laughs>
4: So, so let's get into this turtle power episode, yes. fellas. Calabangas. So we we all watched uh, Mutant Mayhem, and uh, Isaac, I believe, he watched it like a week before us. Yeah, he did. And win then, win. then I know guys. Rude. Rude. He's, he's like Raphael, the, the damn <laughs> yeah, rude yeah, dude. He went off on himself. I know. By himself. The damn, it's worth even getting here for the solo, podcast to plan to go
2: damn, see a fucking movie with you guys. Turtle. Forget yeah. about it. Know. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> There's like. <laughs> Like we're supposed, like it's four of us. We're supposed to be the yeah, four brothers. Yeah. We've we've been doing sixteen of these at this point, and we we don't have a single like group picture of us. Like we're going to the movies. <laughs> I mean, it's like Jermaine, Rudy, and I could have done it. Isaac's just like whatever. Fuck
1: you. Hey, I I'm put the invite go. out there for uh, Across the Spider Verse. Goddamn it. Yeah, I was probably.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my stuff's important.
1: <laughs> my life is more important Stuff than yours. <laughs> It like just, I don't yeah, want try harder, yeah, yeah. Isaac. <laughs> Be part of the team. Oh, you the want, flash?
0: You did one fucking movie? Oh, know. yeah, you
2: saw The flash with like me and my dad
4: and Dave. Well, we're not going to save He's Isaac here with any pizza, anyways.
1: It hurts my tom tom Anyway, I totally like <laughs> is whatever. too spicy.
3: So, yes,
4: <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah, Mutant is. Mayhem. My
3: what so a broken. movie.
4: What a movie. It was really that good. <laughs>
1: I didn't. Are we spoiling anything? Oh yeah, we can't. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, all right. fuck yeah. we yeah. all saw it. Fuck Disclaimer, yeah. Disclaimer here. Spoiler alert.
4: Wait we all saw it. If we've seen it, fuck everybody else. <laughs> for <laughs> real, so, for real. So, I want to know what was you guys' first thought, not about the movie yet, when you found out
2: who was writing the movie. Well, wait, uh, he didn't write it though, right? Seth Rogan, you're talking about Seth Rogen. Yeah,
4: didn't he write it?
0: Yeah, him and okay. his his longtime writing partner wrote it. Oh, I believe. Yeah, because I do
4: remember when when they w- uh, when Nickelodeon or whoever said that they were going to come out with a w- with another movie. I thought it was going to be live action, and that he was going to write it. And it was one of those things I didn't find out till a little bit later. Oh, there's was going to be another animated movie, and I was like, you know
2: what? I think he probably. Do a pretty good job, David especially with an animated. Part of his movie. name is
0: Evan Goldberg. Oh. Yes, yeah. yes, I think this is. Like Are you
2: pretending to like recall that,
0: or did you Google it? <laughs> no, I didn't Google it. I still have uh, exactly Mark Grayson on my oh, screen. Okay,
4: okay. Um, um, do you swear to the red light of recording? I swear, <laughs> that, that, we, <laughs> I swear <laughs> to the red light district. Um, <laughs> oh man, red light district. There's a story. There's a hypertext
2: <laughs> after, yeah, oh, we we'll, get, we'll, get another
0: we'll, brewery, uh, yeah, story
2: times. Well. So, Have a segment for this? Oh, that'd be fun. To answer your question, uh, guys, seriously, I think I mentioned in a previous podcast how like we we've hit this age where nerds like us are in these positions to mm-hmm. create. Mm-hmm. And so, when I heard like Seth Rogen was doing this, I'm like, I didn't like I had no previous knowledge that Seth Rogen was necessarily a Ninja Turtle uh, fan, but he seems like the guy that would have watched it and <laughs> grew up with it. Yeah, no mm-hmm.
1: shit. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right?
2: So and it, it's it's exciting because because maybe <laughs> terrible. Sorry. <laughs> I've never heard your voice go that high. <laughs> because maybe this will be the signal to like all these studio execs, like, hey, mm-hmm. let's let the nerds make the nerd shit.
1: Like James Gunn and like Snyder, like the people that care about the properties, really, really pay homage to it because this movie was perfect. I don't, I don't think I found a flaw with it.
2: I mean, I I didn't find a oh, not movie making. I didn't really find a flaw. There was nothing that's like super memorable. Like I'm not gonna like, I don't want to instantly sidetrack this conversation. But right before you showed up, uh, I was watching. The Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie, which was uh, Nickelodeon's Mm. first animation. No, no, their first... When Nickelodeon got the rights, they did like a 3D thing. But then they did this and they did a movie. That was really good. And that had some moments that I would go back to watch. Like Mm -hmm. I would watch that movie again because some of the animation moments were phenomenal. Mm. This movie... No matter how much like I, I love the animation, and, and like, I, I had mentioned um, in a previous episode of ours that I love that the animation wasn't clean. It wasn't like that's, that standard American animation that we're used to. It was something unique. It was stylized. Um, I love that. It was that. New York. The, the voice, the voice work was phenomenal.
1: Of... Mutant Mayhem, a or? Mutant, a mutant
2: Mayhem. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Like, and it's all—it's it's impre- like what teens would sound like. It's yes, it's and and it's impressive how much the animation matched the voice acting. I, I'm I, I'm really curious what came first because just listening to listening to the voice while I was in the theater, I almost forgot it was animation. It was so clean and it was so natural. Mm-hmm. It, it was.
4: Yeah, I agree with the naturalness of it.
2: And, and I mean, it was probably the most modern voice work that I've heard in a long time to mm. the point where in front of us at the movie theaters, you wouldn't know because you went before us. Um, <laughs> but there was a group of teens in front of us that were talking the whole time and like on their phones, like, seriously, fuck off, Gen Z. <laughs> if you don't have that attention span, don't go to the movie theaters. But when one of the turtles like said something about Riz like yeah. oh he had the Riz yeah. like they all laughed and like they were kind of groaning because like which I get like I get being part of that generation and like hearing your own vernacular in the, the like modern media but like for me looking at it, it's like yeah the turtles have always been like very um, of the era of the era yeah exactly yeah. like cowabunga radical like this this and that
4: Booyakasha. <laughs> so,
2: so hearing uh, this movie even like say the word Riz, which is something that I, as a forty, almost forty-one-year-old man, like had just recently understood what it even meant.
4: Oh, so you have L Riz. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's W Riz and L Riz. Explain, oh, like oh, like Explain it like, to the man, like women. Explain it to me. Okay, I didn't. Hey, I, I didn't. He said the word There's
1: like, like, more than, more than, than one. Riz is like. Of course, it's more than one. Charisma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah Riz yeah, is yeah, charisma, a but charisma, but like
2: but like which is a D and D stat that I usually ignore unless I'm a specific charisma. It's but it's when like you're almost to like romance you have someone.
4: like no, not, not not necessarily in that in that term. But like it's like how much swagger somebody has. Like if I
1: can put it to like another word, like it's. Like it's how much a game you got when you're throwing it at the opposing uh, gender. That's what I thought it was. Or the, yeah, the, 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 yeah, the, but the gender
2: that you're trying yeah, to attract. But, but it's like, yeah. It's new millennium. It's not always the opposing.
1: To a exactly
2: degree. right. I apologize. <laughs> we're, we're 23 wow. years old to the new <laughs> millennium. It's not always.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the loser, like L-Riz is no-Riz.
2: W-Riz uh, is, uh-huh. you have, you know, Yes. Extremely I mean, I'd high risk. Prob- yeah. yeah, it's, it's game, like, man.
1: That's what it is. It's, it's game.
2: My L-Riz is like it's it's one thirty. Like, what else is there?
0: It's mojo. <laughs> it's mojo, baby. Yeah. I had no idea what the Riz meant, and then one of my coworkers, who was a twenty-year-old female at work, asked me. Like, mm-hmm. she was like,
3: <laughs>
0: she's like, you don't it's have to okay, be Riz, do you? And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And she's like, go, go put the Riz on someone right now. And I'm like. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? Like I had to walk away and, why, and pull
1: my phone out. Why, what she means is when you're courting a female or male of someone that and a gender yeah, l- or I
0: looked it up and I... I saw it, and I went back, and I'm, like, I'm fucking married. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to have Riz anymore. I don't care about anybody in this fucking well, place. Hey, hey when you and I are driving together, it sure doesn't seem
1: like there, a there.
2: There's a part of me, and I don't want to turn this podcast into just like oh, oh, Go new, on, old man. new generation words, but I, I love that Riz is like a sharding of charisma, and again, charisma to me is just a D&D stat. Mm. and d stat, which... I generally ignored unless I was playing a paladin because paladins back in uh, advanced D D second edition had like bonuses for charisma. I'm so hard right now.
1: Yeah. So on your next campaign, just second make sure edition. you're like, all right, rolled the whatever a ten
2: for Riz. Yeah. But I mean like <laughs> a ten. That's pretty I bad. don't know. I mean you you so back in the day you rolled three D six. Oh boy. So you had a, a scale from three to eighteen. Um no, but nowadays, like as I approach role-playing games, something like charisma or uh, the way you like approach dialogue or something like that, depending on, and you know, not every game uses the same stats. It's like become more important to me.
1: These last ten minutes have been brought to you by old guys talking about new words. <laughs> uh, to to I, answer I, your I, earlier
0: uh, question, uh, uh, you uh, though, I was very excited when I saw that Seth Rogen was the 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 runner of this uh, right Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then just to see the cast he assembled someone mentioned earlier a uh, huge cast Uh Trent Reznor and his music and I saw he was the music boss on this thing and I'm like oh that figures you know
1: dude as far as like the cast Jackie Chan stole the movie
2: <laughs> you think so
1: <laughs>
0: I just said I it. thought he was very good I like, don't know if he stole like, it but it's, I it's thought like, he was very good
1: <clears throat> what it reminded me of, of, of like all the all the other movies uh, all the American movies that Jackie Chan was in, where you lean on like him having an accent, so you you feed him funny lines, and it makes it even funnier. Same thing with like Arnold Schwarzenegger, which you also acknowledge. It's not racist if they're, they're having yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Except for Rush Hour, what is it? Two. <laughs> Jackie Chan says some stuff he shouldn't say. Anyhow, um, but just him saying those things and like, like Jackie, Chan, I, I fucking love Jackie Chan. And so he he always whatever character he plays he always has like heart he's always just a really good dude and for to have him play I know they didn't call him Master Splinter
3: <clears throat>
1: oh we'll get into that mm-hmm. but you know he was daddy he was Splinter uh and 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 you know was a very loving individual very very loving character and to be voiced by Jackie Chan but also having daddy. giving him those funny ass lines gold
2: yes and I would say when, when I heard Jackie Chan was gonna be the voice of splinter i was worried that like i would just hear jackie chan and i didn't he he did a really good job or maybe they did it in post or whatever where it was like it wasn't the jackie chan accent mm. i could tell it was him
3: what do you mean in by the, that the
2: delivery uh, everybody has an individual accent and a sound mm-hmm. yeah i know you're trying to bait me as the white guy here <laughs>
1: Damn, we what?
2: almost
0: got him again, I yeah, yeah. You guys. But, hey, try. If you're gonna fucking set him up. Pretty sure. Fucking <laughs> do it, man. Uh, hold on, I had a, oh sorry. Uh you know, finish your finish your point.
2: Oh no, I think I finished. I was just uh, gonna repeat myself. That's what I do.
0: <laughs> Jermaine, I the story wise, uh Isaac says that this is a, a perfect movie and you know, it it's pretty good. It's almost there.
4: Yeah it was so, almost there, it wasn't quite.
0: To me, though, the, the fact that they're moving away from Splinter being Splinter and, and the Shredder being, you know, mortal Master enemies. Master Splinter. From them being, yes. you know, that original story of them being, you know, connected through Japan and then coming to New York and, you know, continuing the rivalry. The <laughs> fact that that wasn't in this one, kind of like I'm sitting there like just kind of slightly uncomfortable when they were kind of explaining their origin. What do you think?
4: Oh, no, like that was definitely one of the things that when they got into that part of the uh, story, especially how they learned their uh, martial arts, you know, whatever you want to call it, like that aspect. I watched a lot of Power Rangers and I don't know (laughs) martial arts. I, I get it for this day and age. Like, you know, everything is online. Like you can go to YouTube, you know, yada, 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 you know, to... To learn something, but just how to beat the foot, <laughs> right? <laughs> but just just that aspect, I was like, mm, it really didn't like hit with me. Like it was one of those things, like where I just took it for what it was. Like I'll I'll play along.
0: I yeah, I, I swallowed it, but it, it went down <gasps> sideways. Like it was just like mm, I was just a little uncomfortable with that. Like otherwise, I, I like that. I like the story. Just
3: mm-hmm. that just,
0: aspect of it just, I guess from growing up with them, that's exactly it. Like, that yes. was that was just well, so that's it threw me, it threw me for a loop.
2: That's the thing, it's like it's a perfect movie unless you're an old school TMNT fan. Like, like, it, and that I mean, maybe that's the thing with all of these IPs, all these uh franchises, where we have an idea or uh, we're used to a certain story element, mm-hmm. and so. obviously Seth Rogen made this decision for maybe comedic purposes or like you were saying like with the the times or you were saying earlier before we started recording with the the times and like people don't really learn kung-fu randomly too often these days and then after watching the movie we you uh, you and I were even talking about like Rocksteady and bebop Mm -hmm. like they weren't villains and that's the one thing about the movie where, like, I want to say it's a perfect movie. I really do. But as someone that, like, grew up grew up with TMNT and, like, have been, like, kind of involved, not really, though, because in my research for this episode, like, there's a lot of TMNT that I missed. But, like, reading the comics and watching the, the original cartoons and the original trilogy live-action movie, there there are certain things that it's, like, I expect from TMNT that, like, this movie just moved away from. Mm-hmm. And I'm, it's not... It's not necessarily bad. I, I, I am curious what they're going to do with it. The big thing for me was the ending implied that the Shredder was almost just like a hired hired fucking villain. Like a mercenary. Yeah. Like, bring me the Shredder. That, that killed me. Because I like the Shredder. I like the, the um, rivalry that Shredder and Splinter had. I guess maybe it's a good time to like uh, explain this where Splinter in the original comics, in the original comics Splinter was a rat that belonged as like a pet to uh I I think in the comics he was human that was turned into No, no. A, comics was rat. Oh, the comics not the animated cartoon. Original cartoon was human. Comics was rat. Rat that uh, that belonged to uh um Hamato Yoshi. Yeah. Yes. Who belonged to uh a guy that was a kung fu master. That used, I think, was you the said live already, action movie. Yeah, I think the live action did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mo- I think most original iterations was the rat that belonged to a guy that was learning kung fu and karate and all these mm-hmm. things, and learned it by watching him. The original cartoon, the original animated um, series that debuted in like eighty seven or something like that. Mm-hmm. The one that anyone our age certainly grew up with. Retconned it a little bit and changed it to the idea that it was a human when he approached the mutagen, became a rat because like he touched a rat or something. I don't know how they explain it. Yeah, that. like it
4: depends like what 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 level Ooh. of mutagen that you're talking about because because him being living in the sewers around rats like the rat DNA you know was around him so so that turned him into that. So that's why when you had in the cartoons our generation. You had Rocksteady and Bebop. Like, it, it was these humans that were turned into these yeah, animals. Yeah, exactly. The same
2: thing. They were humans that became mm-hmm. the animals. So, I think, like, us as at our age, we, we have this understanding of, like, Splinter and Shredder having this, like, rivalry that, like, dated back to, like, their early days.
4: Oh, yeah. They had history.
2: Yeah. And this new movie kind of took that away. So, like, us, like... Definitely like recognize that. Mm-hmm. But if I were to like somehow like turn off like a good portion of my personality and just like watch it for like today, like if I was a young person watching it today, that would be me through yeah. my lens. Um, Which is trash. Then no, go ahead,
4: continue.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, it, it, again, just super great. The like, like everything I've already mentioned is super, super cool about this it, movie. See,
4: and, and I don't mind the reimagine version of these turtles but it like I can watch it for what it is just like the Michael Bay ones like I didn't really care for their designs which I've mentioned before you know but it was just one of those things like if you have the turtles there and they're the essence of the turtles I'm gonna watch it but this one felt more like a coming of age type of movie not not necessarily anything that had to do with 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 them being, like, Ninja Turtles. It was just them, like, legit being the
2: teenage yeah, aspect. the T part of the team. In yeah, tea. exactly. The, the
4: teenage aspect and them, you know, which they've always had throughout, I guess, each version of their, you know, uh, like, whether it be animated, comic book, you know, or movies, you know, where they've always wanted to be accepted into the real world because in our generation, you know, Raphael used to go out Wearing the trench coat And the hat Like if he wanted to go To the movies Like Because if You know He's A large ass turtle You Mm -hmm. know Look like a giant turtle You know All that stuff So so It was It was just one of those things Where They 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 heavily Focused on That aspect Of the turtles Which is fine I don't mind it But There's a lot of elements In there That You really wanted to see That You didn't get but I'm okay with it just because it's the animated movie. Now, if they ever came out with a live action movie and this was a live action, no, that wouldn't fly.
2: Yeah. So I think to your point, uh, the action elements, and maybe this is because they were fighting a villain that was like a large, especially towards the end, like the big Mm -hmm. climatic uh, battle was like, he was a large element, uh, a large villain. And like that, anytime you have like a large villain, like the fighting style changes, the the overall dynamic of the combat changes. And when you're dealing with something that's like ninjutsu or, you know, ninja, karate, martial arts, mm-hmm. like you want that more one-to-one combat. And so I feel like this is where like the sequel with Shredder because they've so so they've already announced there's going to be a spin-off series and a sequel. Mm-hmm. So I don't know which one's going to get Shredder. I'm hoping it's the sequel movie is going to get a Shredder combat, but that's that's the combat I'm looking forward to. And, and I, I appreciate what they've done because they they use this first movie to introduce mutants on like a large scale. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to all the the many different iterations of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the uh, IDW comics <clears throat> have done an amazing job over all these years of just introducing all sorts of mutants. Uh, and I mean, like the original cartoon and stuff had all sorts of mutants too, but like this is a world with a bunch of mutants. And like, like right off the bat. Yeah. So I appreciate that this new movie introduced us to that world. Like, here's a bunch of mutants. Like, the world's going to have to adjust to this. Mm-hmm. And so I. Like part of me wanted to see the shredder right away, we didn't get them, but I'm I'm kind of okay with this. Versus like the Michael Bay movies, where we didn't get the shredder right away, and like there was no reason why there was there wasn't like a
3: mm-hmm.
2: a reason at all.
1: Um, so I've not <clears throat> I've never seen the Michael Bay uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. What was and I won't. Uh, what was Shredder?
2: I don't even know. Like he was a corporate he was was he a hiring dude, too? Like I don't know. Like it it certainly didn't stand out he, to me. He, like, he
1: was also
4: one of those uh wasn't he changed from the first one to the second one?
0: I not see now I don't remember because those so like were I don't know if they referenced him in the first one.
1: I just remember, like, YouTubing a fighting scene between the Turtles and Shredder, and he just, like, has this, like, Swiss army knife of, of like, swords on his arms and stuff like that. I was like, "Well,
0: wow, that's so excessive. It was like a corporate hire. Like, he was, like, if there was a corporation, and then they hired him, and he had his own crime, you know, mafia, you know, but, you know, mm. the Foot Clan. And, yeah. You know, he was kind of yeah. hand-in-hand with, with them, but not... The main villain until like the end.
2: I think it, it was again just a good example of like people being uh, involved in the production of that movie that just didn't know the turtles. Yeah, that's the reason. okay. Like that's like, had a half ass like, understanding of what the turtles were. It was like, oh, Shredder. I don't know. He's and a, they also, he's a, he's a they also did
0: maybe all that girls making coleslaw.
4: <laughs> they also did bamboozles us in that, in that because I do remember me and Doug having a conversation that, that they were saying that. Uh, the Michael Bay Turtles were supposed to be on the same level as the Raid. Oh, uh, yeah. In action. What? And this was before. Yeah. Yeah, like before the movies even came out, they were talking Aren't, about.
0: Where did that shit come from?
4: <clears throat> I don't know. Someone, it was, someone, I don't know. But someone it was
2: important enough to hit like headlines.
0: I remember that. Yeah. 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 And
4: I was like, no way is that about to happen with these turtles.
2: And the thing is, is that it My could. mind wasn't ready. Yeah. Th- oh, yeah. The thing is, is like that setting of like New York turtles you know they could they could have picked the shredder they could have picked anyone to be at like the top of a building and the turtles had to make their way up to it mm-hmm. like they could have absolutely 100 percent done the raid with turtles and and that's like that's was some of the early unofficial releases uh, about those michael bay ones
4: yeah i feel like it was just a bunch of rumors though but it got me hyped but
2: when you went to the movies
4: it was nothing like that
1: yeah yeah naturally Michael Bay has some issues with action
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well, i th- I think it was just like whenever you take something from that was like generally mostly animated and then like bring it into live action they i don't know they like overdid it they oh, yeah. they overdid it a bunch and, and it's like the fun of the turtles wasn't necessarily the, like, I, I, one of the few things that I remember from the Michael Bay movies was like a, I want to say 20 minutes, but that's just my normal thing. It probably wasn't 20, but they had a very long intro of them like just getting to their turtle lair in the sewer. And it was just like them on skateboards and they were like spinning around and like saying all the catchphrases, it's like boom, cowbong. It's like, that's not exciting. And I, from a movie making point of view, it's like, why would you spend, especially with something that, is CG heavy. It was, it was live action, but it wasn't like people in suits. It was CG. It was mo- mocap, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, why, why would you spend so much money and time of your story on a, a 15 minute ride to your lair?
1: Again, it's Michael Bay. He, <laughs> his, his stories have never been strong. I never like, you know, looked at back to any of Michael Bay's films. I think aside from, uh, Um, bad boys right where it's like when it comes to like transformers or even like you know again kind of aware of of, uh, the TMNT that he did it's it's just so much action like I never really heard anybody talk about like the character development you know it's like it's more of like thrown in there like yeah 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 it's a movie it has to have I guess I guess it has to have a story and something Mm -hmm. like that know some some semblance of uh, relationships but we're not really leaning on that look at this flashy uh chase scene down like a snowy mountainside oh that's the thing with michael bay movies like i feel like you just got to go in there and turn your mind off
4: and just watch everything (laughs) for what it is like it's not you're not going there for like a deep story yeah i call those character development i think
1: i said it before i call those popcorn movies Mm -hmm. where you 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 turn your brain off at the door Mm -hmm. don't have any expectations and just and just watch like mindlessness like Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> but... You watch it. Fast and the Furious. That's all about family.
0: So yeah. I think we can pretty much agree that the Michael Bay iterations are probably <laughs> our least favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, of a,
2: the of the 20 different iterations? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so what are you guys' favorites? Though?
2: Is this the the segue into the history of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Well,
0: I'm, I'm probably uh, more... Than we can get to in, you know, yeah. one episode, but, yeah. you know, just to kind of graze over the everything and, you know, pick what we want to talk about. So I think
1: uh, I'll, I'll take it from I here because mine's really short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I was born in 1990 and I think we found out the, the movie, the live action movie came out in 1990. Yeah. And I remember growing up and watching that live action and it was my first introduction to the turtles and, and I loved it. I loved the live action portion of it. I loved the comedy of it, the voice acting. I mean, I used to watch it over and over. It's been a while. But then after that, I don't think I watched anything else mm. turtle related. So, like, everything I know is basically from that movie and then whatever anyone else talks about. Because when you were talking about uh, the flashback scene of, of Splinter flirting uh, karate and stuff, and he's a little rat in a cage, like, yeah, I'm
4: like,
0: mm-hmm. okay. I guess that's the thing. Yeah.
4: That's that Jim Henson, it right there. Did you,
0: did you ever watch the other two movies in that? In I know that that there was a time trilogy. traveling,
1: time traveling thing. Yeah. Of one. course, you would bring that Secret one.
2: Secret of the and <laughs> Time. I do remember the, uh, vaguely remember the second one. I little. do, I do want to watch the third one again. I, I've read recently that like, over time people have learned to accept it and it's become like a thing. Like uh, because that's I, the only other live action one we have, so you
4: have to. <laughs>
2: I yeah, because but the first see, two were so good. The, the
4: animatronics in part three is garbage. Yeah, garbage. That's, that,
2: that's what I remember. It was just, even as a young, young Doug, uh, I remember like going to that third one, like, why did they change everything? Like, why why do the turtles look different? Why do they act to, different? To, why, to quote what, you? I don't know if... Money? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> money-wise, but I don't but, remember. But, but, so, sorry. No, no, no um, <laughs> the Ninja Turtles was just raking in money at that point. We, like, so... You're 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 too young to remember this. You were literally mm-hmm. a baby when all this was happening, <laughs> like a newborn. But the time from when when Eastman and uh, Laird, yeah Laird, created the comic to the cartoon to the live action, it was like five years. Oh wow! Like it went from like literally them just making a fucking sketch. I think Michelangelo was the first turtle that Eastman I think drew, and the best. Yeah, and it was like, they drew it, they made some comics.
0: Shut your whore mouth.
2: There was the cartoon, and then, like, the cartoon came out, like, in uh, 87, I think, and then the movie came out, the first live-action movie came out in 89, 90, and it was like, that whole time period was just so, so much Turtles, like, everything, like, the toys, the cartoon. The I mean because the, even the cartoon was a uh, basically a pitch to sell the toys. I think they originally signed for like a five episode. Like we're just going to make a cartoon so we can sell the toys. Like turtles was everywhere. So it it's shocking that the third trilo- the third part of that trilogy, like didn't have the same finances. I heard if, somewhere if that's though, the
4: excuse. I did hear somewhere though that that. Uh I, I I do believe uh, Jim Henson, his his studio, or whatever was involved in the earlier ones, and I don't think he had any, anything to do with the third one. Oh. So that was like a lot of the production. That value makes more sense. Like, That's something to look into. Like for dropped sure. heavily, and that's why like the animatronics and all that stuff just just didn't flow. Like even when they moved their lips and they and they talked, like it just looked flappy yeah. lip. Like I so said, yeah.
2: e- even. As a young young person I remember mm-hmm. like just thinking that third one just like it I, I, I was legitimately confused because obviously I was too young to recognize stuff like that like oh they they changed production they changed mm-hmm. uh, the the puppeteers and stuff like that but like I
4: and even like I, the looks of the turtles changed every yeah movie like they just you know of course because of toy sales and all that stuff they just have to look Different, So it's not the same toy that comes out, you know, just with something different on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was one of the toys things. Else.
2: So that, so, so we're speaking to this idea of different turtles, like just to run through the list, there was the original comic book run, which, uh, anyone knows was a black and white comic. They all had the same, well, it was black and white, so you couldn't tell, but generally the idea was that they all had the same, uh, color scheme. It was the red, red bandanas. Yeah, they were all bloods back in the day. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) That I'm actually glad you brought that up again. I learned stuff on this show, um, and I remember seeing somewhere as I was like, you know, looking at images and stuff like that. I was like, that's weird. (laughs) Yeah, these turtles all have red bandana, red masks.
2: And honestly, like going back and reading uh, that original first comic book, which I'm holding right here, um, sometimes like unless they're holding their weapons it's a little hard to recognize uh, who who's speaking or whatever but not always like they did a pretty good job of like differentiating between the characters um, but then it's like yeah you had the original comic book then you had which was Mirage comics I think and then you had uh, the cartoon then you had the live action you had like the Archie's comics and then as soon as the live action tool, well first off the original cartoon ran for like 10 ser- 10. Mm-hmm. Seasons. Oh. So it was well, speaking not, of
4: their colors, too, I, I, I do believe that was when they decided to give them different color headbands in the original animated series. Mm. Oh, yeah. I
2: think, one, well, once the toys, like once toys were involved, mm. you had to differentiate like, yeah. as to what you were saying. Like, as soon as toys were involved, you had to differentiate. And um, but then, yeah, there was the cartoon. There was the live action uh, movie. Shortly after the, the live action movie was a live action series, which only ran for one season, but they did in, they did uh meet the Power Rangers throughout that.
4: Oh yeah, that was the time when all that. Power Rangers, what? VR yeah.
2: Troopers, Big Bad Beetleborgs,
4: yeah. uh man, what was another one? was it Superhuman Samurai, Cyber Squad, something like that? Yeah. Uh that was the time. Beetleborgs? Baby. Yeah. Yeah. That was the time.
2: Um but that that live action um series introduced the first first female Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Venus de Milo.
1: What?
2: Yeah, she had a light blue light blue uh, color.
0: Um, it's immediately gang to death by four horny teenagers. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> They're like, are you... Re- I mean, like, first thing established, like, are, you, are you actually related? What
3: the hell? Actually wow. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and as we
0: learned from our intro, like, <laughs>
2: Turtle dicks hit their chin.
3: Ah! Ah.
0: Um, I'm, I'm looking at a timeline right now. I'm, I was very surprised to see the the year spread between the three movies. It
2: was um, relatively quick, right? N- n-
0: to say the least. Uh, Ninja Turtles came out in 90, and then The Secret of the Ooze came out in 91. Like, yeah. I've, the turn on of that is crazy. And the
2: third one was like 93. 93.
0: Yeah. Like,
2: it's insane. Yeah like and, um, and that that whole time period like it was turtle shit everywhere it was i mean it was everywhere everything was turtle stuff and like the toys so so here's my thing this is the one thing i really want to say about the ninja turtles is they are um in like every form of media every form of nerd shit and they're very good at it Like you think about like a good live action nerd movie, Ninja Turtles. A good nerdy cartoon, Ninja Turtles. A good nerdy video game, Ninja Turtles. They've had a couple, like the original NES, hard as shit, but a really good old retro NES, good arcade Ninja Turtles.
1: I remember the arcade
2: toys. The Ninja Turtle toys are probably the top notch to me. Like GI Joe is like second, but Ninja Turtle toys are like amazing.
1: I think I remember one where like you push the back of a shell, and I think one of the weapons would spin.
2: Oh, that's cute. That's all I remember. Yeah, that kung fu grip. Oh uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> the only thing like like board games, I think they've had a couple good board games, and like mm-hmm. I haven't played them, so I can't comment on them. But still, it's like Ninja Turtles are like just they're so good, and and like from the get go, from the very beginning, like that was that was the thing, Ninja Turtles,
0: like. I'm looking at this uh timeline weather by, by the way, Jermaine is right. They did switch on the third movie from uh, Jim Henson's creature shop to a company called All Effects Company. Fuck all effects. And, <laughs> yes, fuck all effects. <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't directly to get in the go all tests. their
2: effects, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what they need to do. That's crazy. That's such like a study and just like who you hire. And again, there's no reason I mean, other than uh, unless Jim Henson was just busy with something else, but it's like why would you not continue? I don't
4: that? remember when he passed, though. So I don't know if that...
2: Yeah, he might have been busy dying. That has
4: something to do with it. <laughs> Definitely you know, wasn't I busy mean, living.
1: But Ninja Turtles. I pulled up a picture <laughs> of uh, Venus de Milo, and uh, it's disturbing. It's, this one particular Little picture. Turtle titties.
2: <laughs> yeah. Why do you need boobs? Because you have to establish that she's a woman. <laughs> Just like... Uh, what was her name? Hey, uh, you know,
1: her and Ariel wear the same seashells. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. Look at that one. Um, that, what the fuck? What's do up? Do you guys with his know mask?
2: the name of the second uh, female Ninja Turtle that they introduced?
1: I barely. I didn't know there was a first one.
3: No,
2: Jenica. What the hell?
3: The yellow, yellow bandana. Yeah, yellow. Uh, yellow. Is she more wrecked.
2: Uh, she was a former Bigger foot boobs? soldier that was dying, and I think Leo saved her life with like a mutant blood transfusion you
1: saved her did you throw that her after yeah probably like hey I saved you <laughs>
3: Jenica it's so a so hot beef transfusion so,
2: so going through all the turtle uh, stories I'm totally I'm like hijacking the story this uh, <laughs> episode I mean like after the 10 years of the original cartoon it wasn't long after that we got a second cartoon which was the 2002 which I didn't watch because 2002 I was like 20 and like, I don't know, done with. Cartoons. I watched it, I wasn't. Go ahead, oh, continue. I just I watched the first episode today, and like that style, amazing. It reminded me a lot of a Batman animated series. A lot of people, very dark, very, like it was a lot so of fans
4: good. think that that's one of the one of or the best of the animated uh yeah. turtle stuff.
2: So, that that's the thing, the fact that all of most of this is animated or it's or it's live action, but most of the, the iterations of the Ninja Turtles is animated. I would say that they they all stand up for what they are. And I think something that I brought up before in this podcast is the idea that what you grew up with becomes your turtles. Hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So I think that's, that's one of those things that's going to make the whole turtle conversation hard, maybe especially cross-generational, is... Whichever one you grew up with is certainly going to be your turtles. But at the end of the day, they've they've all done a really good job of, like, capturing what the turtles are. They've changed things over time. Mm -hmm. They've evolved. I mean, it's been uh, 40 years. Mm
4: -hmm. Do you guys know the inspiration of the turtles? Behind the inspiration of the turtles? Let's hear it. So the the, uh, creators, but they they got the inspiration from daredevil so in the in the series daredevil i matt murdock and electra were trained by a master by the name of stick mm-hmm. so therefore stick is the inspiration of splinter master splinter and in the daredevil series um daredevil deals with a ninja clan by the name of the hand and therefore in ninja turtles you have the foot clan and then also it's 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 linked but i'm not 100 sure if it's if it's really canon but i doubt it but i could be wrong but the 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 thing that blinded uh, Matt Murdock, this 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 ooze type thing. They say that was the the thing that fell into the sewers, and that's what changed the 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 turtles into you know these humanoid turtles. It was that 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 same thing that blinded uh, Matt Matt Murdock fell into the sewers. Have they had a got there? I don't know if there was a. Crossover ever with Daredevil, but there was a
1: Batman crossover with
0: them, wasn't there? Yes, oh, yeah, there's, there's a lot in of the comics that animated, animated. That animated movie was pretty good, top notch.
4: That I never in my life thought I would ever see Shredder fight Batman, and I saw it, mm. and I loved it. I've
1: seen a clip of that. That's badass. Every, that was
4: everything intense. And I think I I, I could be wrong, but um, some of those fight scenes look like they were rotoscoped. Oh, so where they you know like animate over like a like an actual legit live action fight Reference, scene that yeah. they that they borrowed from somewhere and then they you know just put it into the 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 uh film, but it was like a lot of interesting things that they did in the beginning, like the whole pizza thing came from those guys used to eat pizza when they would work on the thing, you know work on creating digital so. They put that in there too, like to say that that was one of their favorite foods.
2: Question mm-hmm. for those of us that grew up with the cartoon, Fuck Off Isaac, uh, did you All guys, the way. Did you guys ever try uh, the ice cream on pizza? The ice cream pizza because that was something from the cartoon. No, I never tried it. No, oh, I did. I'm saying I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that interjection. (laughs) Fuck off! It's a big, important part of the cartoon. They had like, they had all sorts of pizza, and one of them was like pizza. So the integral in the
1: story really moved it along, and like Donatello learned a lesson from. (laughs) Fuck right off.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Thanks, Rudy. I had to waste my energy on that (laughs) one. Anyway, um, before we we stray off into the nethers of pizzas. And pizza. do they have nethers? Was um, it like a cloaca? I'm assuming like they
2: p- hit their chin.
0: Cloaca. <laughs> uh, I always love that word. Favorite turtles? Go. Oh, oh, oh. Who's uh, your jo, favorite? Uh, oh. Joe Manganiello. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lemoncello. Rap-
2: fuck. Raphael. Uh, I just that, that, mean, that I don't yeah. know your answer,
4: but go oh, mine's the party dude. Mine's Michael because yeah, he has my
1: personality. Damn it, he stole mine. I was gonna say Michelangelo, but I'm more you on know, the nerdy side, like Donnie. Mine is
0: Leonardo, of course. Oh, well, fucking perfect. Really? Let's get our colors, motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I how for how
0: perfect. No, I've fucking loved Leonardo since I first laid out on his shell. Yeah, he
2: <laughs> wants to suck his. <laughs>
0: uh, so, there the is this thing. <laughs> to the root.
4: Speaking of favorite turtles, get the, and, and, the shell, and, and turtles, <laughs> who do you guys think? Is is the most skilled turtle?
0: Oh, hold up! Before I got this one, hold on. I already know my answer. I'll finish your food there. Hold on. Hold on. I want because I want you guys all to answer this.
2: Full Nardo mouth.
0: All oh, I want you all to answer this, but add on to that. Who would win in a fight between Leonardo and Raphael? Go, <sighs>
1: ooh,
2: Leonardo. Uh,
0: so, so who's more technically proficient,
2: Leonardo? Okay, Doug? <sighs> Raphael's, one, he's got that rage. Two, if you look at different iterations, like we were just watching The Rise of the mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Raphael's like twice the size of Leonardo. And Germaine, do you guys remember the... the size, hold maybe.
4: on, hold on. Do you guys remember the fight in the 2007?
2: <laughs> Get it on the mic? Yes! yes.
4: Was, it, was it the 2007? So. Wait, that, the 2007 T movie? Animated. Yeah. Animated movie. So... That that fight scene to this day still holds up because Raph and Leo are fighting in the rain. Like, they're legit going at it, and it's one of the best fight scenes with the Turtles. But there's, there's been arguments since, since since the history of the Turtles, like, who could beat who? Because Raph and Leo always bumped heads. Like, they always well, went at it.
2: In-fighting in general between all of them has always been a thing. Like, yes. from from... <laughs> Uh, brotherly giving each other shit to straight on yeah, fighting,
4: but it's but but the 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 general like two that that always go at it like in the movie in the in the original movie when ra when raf and leo always go at it, mikey and donnie are like <sighs> pork rinds. Four grand. Four grand. Four grand. Four grand. Like, they always <laughs> like <laughs> venture off. Like they're always, you fight, know, fight. going Fijit, in their, their their own direction, you know, because they know this is gonna take a while because it's it's these two. So those are the ones, but that particular animated movie sparked it to to, to another high degree because there's a scene in there. Well there's 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 two scenes. There's uh the moment at the end of the battle. Where where R- Raph literally has Leo, and he could end him right then and there, but you see in the middle of the battle when they're fighting and Leo has his sword, like there's a move where he was like, you could have got your, was it his head? Like damn near, he could have chopped his head like clean off.
0: I'm, I love I love that, Rudy's I, 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 love I, I love it. I love that fucking scene because. In this movie, Raphael goes off on his own and does like his own vigilante thing, dressed up as you know.
4: I love vigilante as, rap. As, yeah,
0: you know, someone else in disguise. Um, So Leonardo actually finds him one night and confronts him because he he thinks he's you know someone else. He's like, "Hey, your methods are kind of brutal. Like, we, that's not how you know heroes work." And Raphael stops because he you know he has him cornered. So they fight, and Leonardo's taking him apart like he's whooping his ass and, and, and he's doing it with ease with, with style and then he unmasks uh, Raphael and he finds out it's his brother and then they have the little tete a tete and then they settle down like, okay well, we're going to fight again and in this one it's more even and then finally you know Raphael gets the upper hand and overpowers Leonardo and to me in my mind it's always been Leonardo with no connection will whoop the shit out of any, anybody everybody all takers, but once it mentally, it's his brother. Like he can't bring himself to go all out like that. There's a part of him that's always like, "That's my brother." Like I can't, I can't whoop his ass. I can't like dead that. this fool. Yes, I can't. I can't analyze I Lord. can't be lethal against him because that's my brother. Like it's always like, a, to me, it showed like that block that that no, this is family, and like I can't do that to family. And it shows Raphael his temper to such a degree that. He would almost take it to that point,
2: or do you think Raph was holding back at first? Because Raph
0: obviously knew it was Leo. Again, that that See, still that I don't, you know that I juxtaposition know. of of hmm. them knowing who who the other one is, but Raph already showed that he was willing to take it to that to that point, and I don't think his his ego and his rage would have let him like hold himself back because he didn't win. When the fight was real, like, he didn't hold back. Like, he, he almost took it to that lethal yeah, point. Yeah, he went yeah. there.
4: So, I don't think that would have made a difference because, like he stated, Leo was giving it to him, like, giving him the business. So, it was just one of that one of those things. I just think, like he said, like, Leo didn't want to go there fully. But, like I said, when you see the fight, there's, there's moments... W- the second part of the fight there there's moments when leo could have you know ended Raph, but he didn't and then uh, R- uh, I think Raph and Leo had their weapons intertwined and like Raph like his, his 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 rage you know hit and he and he broke Leo's sword and it was just one of those things where that that Wolverine like raised like t- took him over like he wanted to but I still think they both can't do it. It's almost like Darth Vader and Obi Wan. Even though they're at that point where they can, you know, damn near kill one another, I don't think either of them really wants to do it. And that's the tragedy of their story. Yeah.
2: Of Vader's and Obi Wan's. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. But I feel like it's just that with Wrath. With I will say, even though I'm a Mikey fan, I I do think Leo is the best skilled
2: and discipline wise. Yeah, Leo didn't miss a training session.
4: Mhm.
1: Well, that's the whole thing of like him being the not necessarily just a natural born mm-hmm. leader, but like mm-hmm. you know to have uh someone like Splinter who mm-hmm. is a master and then he bestows the team upon Leo. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but Leo being the only one to actually have a lethal weapon
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it takes so much control to not unalive the enemies.
2: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of the reasons why when they switched for the cartoon, they introduced the foot as like androids or like robots. Mm. So they can actually use the weapon. Right. Yeah. So katanas can actually, you know, it's also one of
4: these, one of these new age, uh, I saw some guys, you know, somewhere on social media saying, you know, the reason why splinter gave each turtle a, like gave them their specific weapon it was like Leo he gave him his his dual swords because a leader necessarily you know, he has to be sharp but he also uh. <laughs> but he also has to besides
3: uh <laughs> Oh so clever yes.
4: Sorry You guys <laughs> every time every time so Leo has, has his weapon because he he has to it it also allows him to block but it's also one of those things like where he has to make that choice like where he has the discipline enough to kill or not kill. Mm-hmm. So that's that's him. Raph a blunt has side the size hmm? versus a little blunt side slap versus the slicey <laughs> slice. <laughs> slice, cut, you know, whatever it may be, you know, cut stab, but uh, Raph has his defensive side because he has to control his his uh, rage and then with with Donnie you know the most advanced turtle they give him a staff Mm -hmm. you know and for Michelangelo because they say that his mind is everywhere he has a hard time focusing so they give him one of the the hardest Hardest weapons where you have to focus you know while you're using it so that's a, a explanation that they say why the Turtles have their particular weapon.
2: I like that. I, I think it it makes sense. I'm curious if like Eastman and, and Laird's thought about that back in the day. Yeah, that's
4: one of the things that if I did ever s- see him, because uh who's still
2: alive? Is it is it East? East, Eastman? East Eastman still shows up. Eastman's like, yeah. still alive. Yeah. yeah.
0: You see him at the conventions all the time.
2: Um but going back to that Leo raph dynamic, um, you know what, like four four iterations in uh, one of Nickelodeon's um, last uh, Ninja Turtles was the rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, cartoon. And that series started with Raphael actually as the leader. Mm. And and that series was probably the most uh, different from any of the ones before. Like they ended up with like mystic powers, um, which makes sense for that time period, like superpowers was a thing. So it's like, all right, we're going to have a Ninja Turtle team. They're going to have superpowers. Um, but they started with Raff as being the leader which was certainly something new um and then i think eventually as the series moved on like leo leo took over as as the leader which um which is cool to see mm-hmm. like especially in like in a kids sh- mm-hmm. essentially a kid show which i guess that's like the the preface <clears throat> yeah preface so sorry that's the preface to all of this is um it's all kids show It's all kid stuff. I mean, no no matter how much we want to say it's like an adult thing, it's all kid stuff. And I think that's important to remember. Oh, the new
4: IDW, though. Yeah. That's a...
2: Well, so the IDW comics is... That's the next level. It's certainly worth mentioning. So these comics, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics have been under Mirage. They did like an Archie's Comics uh, image, had them for a little while. But ultimately when nickelodeon bought them they teamed up with idw and idw has been doing this long running uninterrupted series of comic books that like i can't say i've been like reading from the beginning into the end but i've read bits and pieces and it's it's so good and it is not a kid's kid series uh yeah
4: there's like a lot of things like uh splinter became like the leader of the foot clan like leo
2: Worked with Shredder for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Leo worked with Shredder. Oh, his like,
4: costume was top it's, notch. It's, it's a money series. Like if you ever, uh, if you don't read comics, I, I want to say they have people discussing it on YouTube. You know, so you can probably like li- like just listen to some of the stories. But uh, it's definitely one of those comics that I think like if you are a turtle fan, like I think you should be reading it.
2: And they don't they don't go too crazy with like spin-offs yeah. and stuff like that so oh, it's like no, if you no, no, if no. you're a turtle fan mm-hmm. i think you can get away with just mm-hmm. the one comic yeah. a month like they're gonna there's gonna be a new yeah. idw and teenage new turtles every month you get it you read it i think they've done a few one-offs they've done a few, like Jenica, uh the female superhero that i brought up earlier i think they've done like a few things with her mm-hmm. but for the most part it's a once a month Series and so like yeah. Yeah, if you're a turtle fan like try to catch mm-hmm. up and then get in on it or you could probably yeah. probably just jump in on it and it's worth worth
4: watching. S- so so to my question of of who do you guys think is the most skilled turtle? Leo. Leo. We're across the board uh, skilled. I say Leo.
2: Leo. S-
4: skilled would probably be like, Leo. Like if you look at the turtles now, I say Leo, but. I'm 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 asking you guys this because I'm going to get into something else after this. Oh, okay. So who do you guys think?
1: I, I say Leo. I mean, just based off of uh, uh, the battle, the battles between uh, Raf and and Leo. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it's to be a leader, to be skilled, to be good. Mm-hmm. Is you have to have a balance of skill mm-hmm. and emotion, which mm-hmm. Raf doesn't have, yeah. notoriously,
0: but Leo does. Yeah, Leo.
2: Yeah, skilled wise I would say mm-hmm. I would say Leah. So
0: you, hold on before you, you start, there is I think it's one of the intros. I think it's from the first cartoon where they show Michelangelo and he's wielding his nunchucks and he's like flipping like ninja stars and like grenades like mm-hmm. out of the air as he's you know, <laughs> as he's doing it. Like that shit was cool and like that kind of sparks my my like Michelangelo's kind of a, a low key badass. Oh, absolutely! Oh no, he is.
4: He
2: is. He's the one. Yeah. Anyway, if Mikey
0: like, yeah, would stop being the party
2: dude for like a second. Exactly. We we touched on on the last Ronin. Yeah. If we're like, no, see, we absolutely need to get into that. That gets to my
4: point because um, if you guys remember uh, the original movie, when all the turtles had to to leave New York and they had to go train because you know Raph got beat up on the roof and they had to escape. And they all went, you know, to go training They all went, kind of like their Separate ways, like doing their own thing You know, like Leo was just watching over Raph When he was in the tub Donnie had uh, Casey Jones in the garage They were messing with the car Casey Jones and, uh, You know, so it was like Every turtle was grieving in their own way But they were all training They were all doing something There was a particular scene That, that, that I, I wish to this day To God that they put, left it in there Because everybody was doing their thing they didn't show anything about Michelangelo, and they had this footage i I wanna say this on YouTube, but Michelangelo's training by himself with a punching bag, like beating the shit out of that punching bag and I'm like that kind of makes sense to me, but I know why they took it out, you know because Mikey's the funny one, he's the you know but i I think with Michelangelo being who he is, like yes he's funny. But like all the turtles, I know he cares about his brothers and all that stuff, but I feel like he's he's that dude that's like if he really put his mind to it, like he could be that guy, you know, all the riz.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I can relate to to Mikey in that way of like always being like the the jokester and and, you know you you Mm -hmm. use jokes to Mm -hmm. to mask Mm -hmm. uh, to hide the pain. The darker thoughts. Oh yeah.
4: So the second Thing with this movie but I'm gonna use that to jump into something else the scene where Raphael's on the roof and 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 he screams out you know splinter you know that was edited that was actually Michelangelo on that roof that was not Raphael they they changed the voice like if you look at it closely like you see the nunchucks and it's not really ah. Raphael so it was it was it, it, it was edited and like I said, I just feel like they took Michelangelo's aspect. Like when you look at all the turtle movies, everybody has their story in, in in each Leo was like this first one, you know, like like just him grieving through all that stuff. Donnie was the second one. You know, like he he really wanted to know where he was from and like like what created them and you know, like why are they here, why are the purpose. And I forgot the third one, but it was kind of like about, you know, Raph and him, you know, I, I, I think dealing with, with his rage, but we never got that Michelangelo story. Never, never got that. So push that all aside uh, with him, you know, like I said, training by himself and punching that punching bag in the Nickelodeon uh, 3D TMNT cartoon. There's a scene where they're fighting Shredder on the roof and i remember this scene like like vividly all the turtles are fighting shredder and and it's like everybody's getting their butt kicked like like they're getting like pushed into you know these neon signs you know they're getting flung and mikey goes in there and he does you know like the same thing like he gets his butt handed to him but as he spins out you know like he spins out before he falls off the roof like, he throws a Ninja Star. Like, nobody like nobody <laughs> did, did anything. And I was like, that's my boy, Mikey, right there. He's like, I'm going to get you no matter what. So when they announced the last Ronin, everybody was trying to figure out who the last Ronin is. And in my head, immediately, I was like, it has to be Michelangelo. Like, there's, there's, there, there's no other turtle that this Ronin can
1: be. Have they revealed it?
2: Yeah, it was Mikey. Yeah, yeah that was Mikey. Ooh, but, so so he's got we, his redemption. We had this discussion when they announced the last Ronin. Mm-hmm. and and they didn't really. I, I want to say it wasn't even the first issue. Oh, maybe it was the very end of the first issue where they revealed that it was Mikey. But mm-hmm. we had the discussion, and it was very hard. Like, we were, you know, like, who's it going to be? And it was like, Leo's the obvious. But then like people were talking about Mike, Mikey, but to me, Mikey was almost the obvious because it was, it was obvious in the fact that like he hadn't had that story. Like it was that weird, uh, paradox of like, he deserved it, which made it obvious, Mm -hmm. which made me think like it shouldn't be him because it was too obvious because he deserved (laughs) it. Um, but now having read that series, uh, I'm glad that it is Mikey. Um,
4: I just thought that it had to be him because Saying that I know every turtle would give Their life for each other But I know Leo Would probably Like give his life immediately Yeah Leo's gonna be the first to go And then then Raph Raph In the rage of Leo dying He would probably do something you know Rage wise to try to do something like for his fallen brother but also try to protect his other two but that rage would probably take over Mm -hmm. and he would probably you know go out there and go ham and i think donnie would probably you know try to figure something out you know in the midst of all this you know like you guys got to go you know do get out of here while i handle this and i feel like mikey would do the same but i just always felt like if it was going to be a last turtle and I've always wanted them to make something like this because, in any comic story, I, I always want to see how Batman dies or how Superman, like the end, like yeah, what's, what, what
2: what's the world ten years from now, twenty years from now, like, or something like that. What what's
4: the end for all these characters and like keep you know the, the story going? You can still make you know Batman stories, but I just want to know you know sp- specifically how certain superheroes yeah. you know story, but for me i've always used to fantasize about this particular group because they're four brothers and they're so close and that's all they have and and i've seen you know artists do uh you know drawings of you know like the turtles you know by themselves you know like each 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 one of them has like their bandana you know or something like that and it was just one of those things like how would the last turtle like legit handle himself like if it was just him, and that's all he had left, and it was just one of those stories that I always used to think about, and with the last run in so good, yeah, so
2: good and i'm I'm so happy that they're continuing it with uh the lost years, and I think they've mm-hmm. announced mm-hmm. uh the last round in two um and going back to what I was talking about earlier, where like everything like that involves turtles is really good. They're finally delving into the triple video game world mm-hmm. with the last Ronin story. Um, I think I heard like comparisons to like the God of war. Yeah. So like that kind of, um, uh, third person view yeah. action story with the last Ronin and, and like that whole world that they set up with like this futuristic New York, uh, I'm, I'm very excited for it.
4: I am kind of disappointed at Nickelodeon because they chose to do a video game rather than like a movie or even like animated movie. Mm-hmm. Like they had the choice, and they went with the video game yeah, instead. Yeah, video was games
2: like, are fucking awesome. They can tell a great story. Oh no, video games are they can uh, be uh, like apparently well, hours long. Fuck off.
1: Apparently, Doug won't play it unless it depresses the shit out of him.
2: <laughs> yeah, <I> play depressing <laughs> games. I mean, it's going to be depressing. He's going to be like talking to his dead brothers. <laughs> No, do you, you
1: feel that, that, that Ronin storyline that they should bring it to the big screen either in an animated or live action format or do you think the world's not ready for it?
0: I think it's almost inevitable that they're going to bring it to, some, to animation
1: at least. Yeah, they're gonna, with do you think it's own thing though or like a sequel to you know, the, the mutant mayhem? No, it'll be oh, no it would have thing. to be its own thing. Like, did, yeah.
4: No, it wouldn't exist in that world. I, I think it's just one of those things. Like I, 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 I do remember them having that Animated movie where all the turtles from every you, every iteration, but you know they were within their own universe.
2: It? Every iteration, but it was like three, three um, or four. Yeah, like they all met. Yeah, they did a multiverse before multiverse was a thing,
4: <laughs> but they had multiverse in there with uh, the the uh, what's the rabbit's name? Usagi Usagi, Usagi Ujimbo. Ujimbo, Ujimbo. Ujimbo. Yeah, like that. From the time I was younger, I always thought that that he came from the Ninja Turtles comics. Yeah, me too. But he didn't. I was so wrong. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, like, one thing that Ninja Turtles have done so well, like, going back to what I was saying earlier, like, when they became big, it was just like, they were everywhere. And they've done a lot of crossovers. Um, Most recently, they announced they're going to be part of Street Fighter 6 as a purchasable, purchasable skin. And I think there's some drama because they're expensive. And then, like $15? Yeah. And then... uh There's a skateboard game called, like, Sessions, which I don't even know if I've heard of, but apparently you can buy some Ninja Turtle skins and be part of Sessions. Uh, You can skateboard around. But most importantly, back in, I think it was 1994, they did a crossover with Star Trek. And they released
0: four. Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> please direct your eyes on the You did
3: it. <laughs>
2: gotcha.
0: Fuck <Bunch> you, <laughs> shit. Back
2: on. <laughs> Star
0: no, Tom, this Star Trek time,
1: baby. Star Trek time, baby. If this is the first episode of the Hypertech podcast that you're listening to, because of the TMNT came out, and you're wondering what the hell the whole hubbub is, this son of a bitch has been trying to connect every fucking topic Sixth to my Star shag- Trek. Excuse me. To my chagrin, <laughs> to Star Trek. Yeah, and God damn
2: it, <laughs> he did, did it yet again. It, yeah. I'm the last impressed. episode, Jermaine uh, challenged me to connect every episode. And I was just like, "Oh, n- next week we're talking about Star Trek, or we're talking about Ninja Turtles." I already fucking got it. Beam up and collect all the classic Cowabunga characters. Yeah, Cowabunga!
1: Jesus hell!
3: Um, <laughs> I
1: do have a complaint. I was masterful.
4: Why the isn't, hell? Why isn't Raphael a red shirt?
2: Uh, Cause he ain't gonna die first. <laughs> Why is it Mikey? <laughs> Mikey'll die first. <laughs> the <to> the question. <laughs> but yeah, beyond I it's mean, chief engineer Michelangelo. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, or I guess extending on crossovers. I mean, like even but board I- games, like Zombicide, which is a, a a great board game that they've done all sorts of like iterations of. But there are uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle character choices that you can make for Zombicide. Um, what else? I feel like, yeah, Ninja Turtles is just one of those characters. It's like, oh, you got a game with character choices. Like, we can throw in some turtles. <laughs> like, the, their marketing department, or just like the way they can just bring them into anything, it's pretty pretty awesome. It's it's pretty impressive.
4: Am I wrong? Uh, were the Ninja Turtles in one
2: of the Mortal Kombat games? Or yes, yes, they were. They were in one. Of I the believe Mortal they Kombat?
0: were in the Injustice... Uh, Oh, were they? Yeah, that awesome. was awesome. Because
2: back in Super Nintendo days, they had their own fighting game, Yeah, the which tournament I fighters. love. Yeah, Tournament Fighters. That was a really. I, good I need them to bring that back. Not to absolutely not
1: to have us go down like on a on a completely different tangent, but you know, in a little quick,
2: quick, Clay know, fighters. You remember I, that? idea? Oh fuck yeah! How do
1: you feel about video games like fighting games uh, having like you know, and then now Ultraman and now the Ninja Turtles? You can play as them. I love it.
4: I do like it, but I blame Fortnite
2: for all this. But if, if it's a franchise, like, I mean, f- to me, Ninja Turtles, um, as to what we were saying, like the Super mm-hmm. Nintendo game was a great example. Like they could work on their own. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like something like the N- Ninja Turtles could make their own game similar to uh, Mortal Kombat. Originally, like when DC got into the fighting game thing is it was like Mortal Kombat versus DC and that was like an OK game. And then eventually they did Injustice, which is an amazing, amazing game. Um, but these little one-off characters are like part of a smaller franchise. Like I don't know, it's fun. Because Mortal-
1: what I'm imagining it is is like in in like Mortal Kombat. There's a storyline, right? And yeah. I'm just imagining it in you know played out as a movie where you have all your main like M, you know, MK characters, and then all of a sudden. Then you have the turtles. Or, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah you have Omni Man and, and, and the Turtles
2: like competing. That's the uh that's the uh off <laughs> like off-camera, off-scene mm. uh tournament fight, right? Like because the campaign doesn't include those characters. It's it's just in the fight. Mm. Mm. I mean, and it's just fun to be able to see like I mean, like I'm looking forward to it with this new Mortal Kombat 1 coming out, like Omni Man versus Homelander, right? Like that's the
1: Oh the nerdy part of me fucking loves it. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, it, being able to have like these these Characters that weren't originally part of the whole franchise, mm-hmm. things that are, like, recently coming out and, like, are blowing up big. But as far as, like, a storyline, like, I'm, again, imagining it in, like, a movie format. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, yeah. Homelander pops up. Because I do like <laughs> Mortal
2: uh, yeah. when Mortal Kombat, when Get it, getting a handy from a quadrupedic burn victim. And there it is. Burn <laughs> Nazi victim. Oh, Fuck. That's right. Right, that's what happens. Right? right, I'm not even. No, I'm not yeah. even trying to be funny. Like yeah. literally describing what happened in the Spoiler movie. Spoiler of that the second show. season. Yeah. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> but like fuck em. <laughs> Yeah, fuck them. But fuck them.
1: Not but not but not fuck them. Fuck them. But 'em but fuck 'em. But Yeah. But fuck them. Yes.
2: Yeah. But fuck them.
4: Comma placement is key. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could always.
3: Uh, double up, uh.
0: Make it very tight,
1: <laughs> Officer Medical Chief Medical Officer Raphael.
3: <laughs> Damn it, Leo! Yeah. The most
0: healing of the turtles. Yeah. <laughs> the best I
1: enjoy the most. Uh, Chief Engineer. So it would be Michelangelo being like beam or being told to beam up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, or like me fixing... Mikey.
1: Or I
2: just can't do it. Fixing the uh, warp core, and the dilithium crystals. Maybe me up, Mikey, the sewer spills. He would fuck
4: it up because he'd probably drop a piece of slice in there or something. Yeah, yeah, he'd be like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they'd be lost in space forever.
1: Was that just like a, an isolated mashup uh, yeah, it was mash just total, wasn't like it was the just story a storyline? I don't... Yeah, yeah, it was
4: just like, you know, during that time where they had like... Like, they, they were coming out with baseball Ninja Turtles. They were coming out with like... like. uh
1: Oh, Okay.
2: Halloween themed, you oh. know, like Ninja Turtles. But if we are going to talk about Ninja Turtle crossovers, they did a Batman crossover that, both in comic book form mm-hmm. and animated movie form, is fucking amazing. Have to watch and
4: yeah, on that note, Bye, wrap, wrap this thing up. Cowabunga,
2: <laughs> suck off. Cowabunga, suck <laughs> off.
1: And on that note, I suppose that's going to be Cowabunga says it all. <laughs> the place where we. End it.
0: Who so. <laughs> 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 will we'll, we'll be signing off for our traditional same time same high channel? Let <laughs> <laughs> me be <Cowboy> Buckle up, sucker! <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know where to find us. Put it yeah. on it. Isaac.
0: Spotify, whatever What are we doing.
1: Oh my god, we <laughs> have we have moms listening to us.
2: Yeah, I try to
1: keep it clean this episode. No. Oh no! Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on TikTok <laughs> at the Hype Attack. Uh, check out my little film corner thing, Forehead Films, F O R E H E D Films, on Instagram only. Uh, Doug,
2: self-plugging motherfucker. I
0: look, yeah. I look uh, forward to being on that. By the way.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, th- I hope we can all be on that and review some movies that we've watched and enjoyed.
4: You should watch a Star
1: Trek movie. With them. Maybe. Oh you want to watch <laughs> yeah, some Star Trek? I, I really am going to have a segment called "What you not seen that?"
2: Yeah, Star Trek Four.
0: Maybe. Star we'll, Trek Two. Maybe we'll get to watch anyway. movies together.
2: Yeah. Uh, anyway, keep the conversation going. Let us know how you love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. and stuff. Comment your favorite turtle. What did you yeah,
4: think about yeah. the movie? Oh, also, comment comment one of. What's your favorite Ninja Turtle comic book? What's your favorite uh, animated Ninja Turtle? Do you like the new
2: Nickelodeon stuff? Yeah, there's been like twelve different <laughs> versions of the Ninja Turtles, <laughs> and I think it's great. It works, right? The, the, the turtle song. power. Turtle power. Yeah, turtle power. You hear it here, folks.
1: Turtle power. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and and uh, again, we we're, we're, we drop all of our episodes on Friday. so check out this episode.
2: Good yeah. Friday midnight.
1: You're listening to it now. It is Friday N-
4: next. Happy Friday. Oh, next
1: Friday. Grab some pizza. Oh, pizza.
0: Friday afternoon.
4: Mm-hmm. Pizza
0: time. Okay, we're getting fucking pizza after this. Oh, dang. You'll be asleep, though. Oh,
4: you
1: know. Oh. I- Ice cream pizza? <laughs> oh. So like, rate, and review.
2: Uh, same pizza time? <laughs> this is one of the hardest hard we've had. This is one of the hardest... Uh, 20, 20 oh, when
3: you that same intro? Channel? When we need to How'd you guys nerd it out? I have
4: never I have never started the intro and, to it, check that and, it, and it bounced around everywhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, like, guys, until oh next Friday, same hype time,
0: same hype channel. channel. Cowabunga struck off. Cowabunga
3: suck <laughs> Oh my goodness. What the hell?